This episode of This Is Us Too is brought to you by Minute with Mary. Go to minutewithmary.com slash discount for 15% off my 4D mascara. And what is this 4D mascara, you say? It gives you the look of false lashes. Trust me, I love false lashes. I used to glue them on my eyelids all the time. And Blake would see them around the house. And he said, why are there caterpillars all over the place? And I'd say, it's just my lashes. We don't have that problem anymore, guys. No, I I knew they weren't uh, caterpillars, but it basically looked like a caterpillar. All over the house. (laughs) No more. Isn't it crazy? (laughs) How just a couple weeks ago I was a girl singing in a bar and I locked eyes with a cute guy. No, 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 not you. There was another guy there and then he left. I saw you and I was like, he'll do. Okay, yeah, I got it. (laughs) It's so strange, isn't it? How just like that, a complete stranger can become such a big part of your story. It's actually kind of terrifying, you know? How a single cross with one person you've never met can change everything. Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us Too. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC, so sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hi everyone, welcome back. My name is Mary Larson. My name's Blake and I love me, love me some Jack Pearson. Oh my goodness! Oof. Can't go wrong with that man. Just, just set me up, set me up <laughs> to to just have all the emotional feels. All the shaman, by the way. Oh by, yeah. By the way, all the shaman, the shirt, the merch is available at the Mary and Blake store. Go <laughs> Literally buy it. a shirt that says, that says "All the all shaman", the shaman. With, with, uh, with 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 toilet paper roll. You know, because <laughs> we'd be classy. We're, we're classy like that, Mary. What? How you feeling? How's how's all this going for you today? You know. I'm do. I'm happy to be back here, and I'm happy to be talking about this is us again. It's been a long time, a long, sad, lonely summer without the Pearson family, and now that we know how long this is us is going to be, being six seasons, mm-hmm. um, I'm excited to see where this story goes. Yeah, you know, I am excited to see it too, especially because we know now that we are essentially in the middle of this story, which Mm -hmm. is pretty remarkable to me. Yeah. It's pretty remarkable because, you know, I felt like we were going for a close here. I felt like we were starting to wind down towards the end of season three. It felt like we were getting towards something, Mm -hmm. but we're not even close. I mean, we're we're, we're halfway there. That's it. Just the beginning. Just the beginning. I can't even believe that. I know. I know. It's crazy. And yet here we are, my friends. We are here for the premiere episode of season four and we're back. We're back and there's a heck of a lot of people. So remember everybody. If you want to stay in contact with us, especially now that This Is Us is back in season and you want to continue this conversation, you can do that by checking out our social media outlets, all by searching Mary and Blake. Plus, uh, you get to see all of our other podcasts there, too. So you can find us like on YouTube, Facebook, everywhere, and maryandblake.com. All right, Mary, it's uh, start off yeah. time for yeah. your for your story. This is your first story in like forever. <laughs> What do you have for your story that relates to this particular episode? So, uh, of so this um, it kind of so for those of you who don't know, uh, my mom's a vet of the Navy and Army, so I come from a military family. I have a lot of pride in the military. So she's a badass. Yeah, your mother. Well, yeah, she is. She don't is. mess. No, your mother's don't, a badass. Don't mess with with May. <laughs> May. That's a story for another day. That is totally another story for another day. <laughs> Trust me. Um. So several years ago. Um, Blake proposed to me on a cruise with his entire family. Thanks a lot, Blake. You're welcome. Because that's how I would have wanted it to be. Wouldn't it, if I could go back, <laughs> I would probably reassess that decision. Not not the asking you to marry me, Pot, but doing it on a cruise with my entire family. That, that, not drunk. It wasn't. In, it wasn't in front of everybody. We no, were, we were on our own. Yeah, Blake was face down, covered in steak sauce. I wasn't face down. I was face up. Mm, when you asked me, you were face up. I was. It was a disaster, ladies and gents. <laughs> it was not very romantic. You no. know what? Jack Pearson would have been very, very oh, disappointed. I'm not going to lie. There are moments when I watch This Is Us and I like pretend that Jack Pearson is my husband just for a little bit. Oh, thank you. I love Appreciate you a lot, that. but I'm not going to lie. 
my engagement was a little lacking. Nonetheless, after we were engaged, <laughs> we went and had dinner with uh, with Blake's family, and um, uh, his stepmom um, was really trash talking the army. Um, there was a lot. There was conversation going on where someone was thinking about joining the military, and situations were going on, and it became like no. That's terrible. People who join the military, they're all like crazy and they like commit suicide and it's a stupid idea. And I was like, as a daughter of someone who was in the military, I will tell you that it can be an extraordinary opportunity for you. My mom actually paid for all of her schooling thanks to the military. It brought her around the world. And it's thanks to the military that you're eating at this table on a boat, living your posh ass life. Yeah, welcome. And I felt like Jack Pearson because I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I got a ring on my finger. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? <laughs> Jack Pearson was able to say I'm not going anywhere a lot sooner than I did. But I felt very confident in being able to speak up like that to people who didn't know any better. why my in-laws don't like me that may or may not have played a part in it i mean i mean i (laughs) I wasn't rude i was just like as someone who's in a military family i think that you are overstating some facts and really we need to reevaluate this because the military plays a significant role in the freedom of the lives that we live and we should be very thankful for members and people who decide to be in the military Well, the funny funny thing is is that my family is is actually quite conservative so the the person that made these comments was a person who's married into my family. The stepmother. The <laughs> Yes. The the stepmother. The evil stepmother. And uh yeah. Yeah, that so she made these she made these comments. So I, whatever. It it is what it is. <laughs> this is us guys. This is us. Listen. This is us too. Listen, not a big fan. Not a big fan of my stepmother. And you know what? She ain't a big fan of me. So that's fine. That's fine. I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> I'm glad. That's my little story. I hope she doesn't listen to this episode. And if she does, <laughs> she's either like, yeah, that did happen. Yes, that did happen. But she's going to do. All right, let's get into the show now that I've totally let everybody know about our awkward engagement and the moment that your family decided to stop talking to me. <laughs> not great, Bob. Nope. No, not at all. All right, well... Mess with the Taurus. Let's... <laughs> you get the horns, You get lady. the horns. <laughs> <laughs> that military sucks. Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just the chest all puffed out, and ready like, to go. my red formal dress. <laughs> <laughs> my fancy dinner as I'm eating, like, shrimp it's, cocktails. It's gonna be like... Flinging it across the table. All I could think of at the time was, like, Real Housewives of New Jersey. But that's why I felt like Jack. It was, like, a fancy dinner... Everyone's dressed up, and I'm yes. just like this oddball, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to lay it down. I thought Mary was going to pull a full Teresa and flip the table over. You prostitution <laughs> whore! <laughs> For those of you who never got to watch Housewives uh, of New Jersey, oh, we're sorry. Oh, that's man. when we stopped. Yeah, that's that was the end. Then we moved on to Real Housewives of New York, and, oh, then, then, and, then, and then Bethany left. <laughs> and we first started with Mere Cat Manor. That's true. There we go. That's another story for another day. Now uh, we're on to Naked and Afraid. Okay, we are 845 into this. We These still have not yet like, talked about up. this is us. This is a half hour episode. You guys have wasted it. Well, it's not a half. Well, we'll, we'll go for it for like 40 minutes okay, or so. Okay, Depending. hurry up and get into the, the details. All right, so the title of this episode was Strangers, and it was directed by Ken Olin, uh, who is, again, as we've talked about many times before in, in many episodes, He's really become the A-list director for this show. Glenn yeah. Ficarra and John Riqua. They, they're just, I mean, they're producers, but they're not going to be directing ep- episodes anymore. Ken, Ken Olin is the big time. is the big time guy now. And uh, the writer is the uh, creator of the show and, and the essentially the showrunner, Dan Fogelman. Uh, he is sharing duties with Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger, but he is essentially the, the showrunner still. And he's written a whole bunch of different episodes, so go back and you can IMDB all his episodes all you like, if if, if uh, that suits your fancy. Okay. Mary, what suits your lemonade fancy okay, guys, for this episode? I'm really sorry. Okay. I'm really, really sorry. What do you got? A 3.7. Wow! 
Holy smokes! I think this was my least enjoyed episode of This Is Us, if not like no, the bottom. Okay, maybe no. like the remember, bottom. Remember Duke, remember Duke, the guy. Never that, mind. Duke wins the worst. Yeah, that that jabroni. But as you all know, I'm like gladly throwing fives everywhere. Gladly. And I also know myself that it frequently takes me like three episodes into a show to be happy. Right, Blake? I mean, that's pretty, sh- like, especially well, like when we used to watch Game of Thrones, I was like, this stinks. Why do I like these people again? And then, oh my God, I wish another episode was today. Yeah. So this is my MO, yep. in case any of you were like, oh, I'm going to turn off this podcast, what's happened to Mary. But I think I can best describe the reason for the 3.7 due to this woman on Twitter named Angie, who tweeted this is us is now called who are they i'm so confused <laughs> is that really the whole thing is you just there was a bunch of people that you didn't know was that what it was yeah, you know i may be an extrovert but i'm an extra an introverted extrovert sure i don't know these peeps i'm chilling in my jammies eating some chocolate peanut butter ice cream ready to hang with the pearsons mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ready to celebrate a flipping birthday because that's what happens on the first episode of a new season. And all I saw was a bloody cake. I didn't see any donkey. Okay. I didn't get like tons of merriment that I was looking for. Got a bunch of randos who are not random, I guess. But yeah, but they're still pretty random. Yeah. They're a bunch of randos still. Yeah. And, I, I'm not willing to. And let's be real. Every single one of these randos has a sad story. <laughs> This is us. Of course they're going to have a sad story. Well, like, Randall wasn't sad for a very long time, okay? No, Randall, he was... Randall I, made me smile. Yes, Grant, Rand, Randall and Beth made you smile. Like, his, his, the fact that he was an orphaned child left and then adopted into his family, that was his sad story. But Randall, as a character on the show, for so long brought us joy and always mm-hmm. brought a smile to my face. None of these peeps are bringing a smile to my face yet. All right, well, let's move on here. The uh, For me, the... Except one, but at the very end. Continue. The lemonade rating for me is a four, okay. which I am extraordinarily surprised that I'm higher than you. I I, I thought going into... Because, again, Mary and I don't talk about this stuff really prior to sitting down here at the studio. We try to keep it all fresh, and what you hear is what you get. And what you hear on this podcast is literally Mary and I discussing the episode for the first time, Mm -hmm. essentially. Mm -hmm. I'm giving it a... a, I'm so surprised. I I am shocked, but I'm going to give it a tentative four. And I'm going to give it a tentative four... Like I don't want to be, I'm not, I'm not take bunkered on this four. I'm willing to like go lower or go higher. And meaning like if the season is great, I'm gonna go back and say no, no, no. I, I rated it a four five, a four six. And if the season's bad, it, you know, I'm gonna go back and say no, 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 no. I, I rated it a three two. You know, because as long as it fits my my agenda, as long as it fits my argument, <laughs> no. then that's that's what I'm gonna do. Like if it's great, great. If it sucks, then it sucks. But the thing that saves it for me and the reason why I'm giving it a tentative four is that I think it mirrors a lot of what happened in the in the series premiere, obviously. And that is by design, in my opinion. The only issue with that and having it mirror this series premiere is that I feel like when we were watching the series premiere, we were just watching the characters. We were watching the characters and the story that they were creating and we had no idea that this big twist was coming. The one that sold us all on this show was that Jack and Rebecca were the parents of these older kids that were watching. And everything that we saw with Jack and Rebecca were was in the past. Here in this season four opener, I feel like we were watching the characters, but we were really watching for the twist. Yeah, we're sitting here we're like, okay... All right. Oh, and P.S. This whole like limited commercial break. B.S. No, Let's just call yeah, it what it is. No, there were so many commercials going on, guys. No, nope, and not I good. was ready for a lot more Pearson time. I I feel like we were watching for the twist that just happened to have these characters. I was I was constantly looking at like backgrounds, and I was constantly looking at um like references and where are these people placed and. Where, how are they going to end up being 
intertwined with our Pearson gang. Uh-huh. And, and I will say that I'm glad that we we got it out of the way. The, the first episode got it all out of the way. We Done. understand the relationships. We Goodbye. understand how they're going to be coming together. But I just felt like the it wasn't in the spirit of what they were trying to do. I wish they had just not said anything. Like they they promoted the fact that oh there's this big twist coming. It's amazing. And I don't know. I just I don't know. I just I felt like that kind of took it away. Took away from the episode. Okay. What do you got for your GBG? Okay. You guys ready? My good is a tie. Mm. It's a tie. First off, shout out to my boy Miguel. Whoa, he's still your boy? <laughs> yeah. He okay, so I told right. you the holiday season's coming. I can't wait to see the inflatables. Um Swan. Okay, so Miguel, like seeing how he met Jack and knowing that Jack's gonna need a job and hooking him up with like the free jacket. Well not the free, but like borrowed, but we'll see how sure, that, that sure. goes. But also focusing on more modern day military vets. Sure. You know, we were able to really delve into um, aspects of being a vet from the Vietnam War. Um, but really to now have this other aspect, uh, modern day, I just, I applaud them. Once again, military family right here, guys. I'm just <laughs> just applauding it. Okay, just waving the colors over here. My bad. I don't really care about anybody. Like, yeah. Like, okay. All right. Like, I appreciate that you have fought in the Middle East. I appreciate that your family has now fallen apart and that you have severe PTSD and that you're going to help. I appreciate that you are a young boy raising a baby. How did that even happen? Well, I know how it happens, but like, where's the mom and why doesn't she have the baby? Well, Mary, when two people really like each other. (laughs) I'm like, oh, and where did you learn to make kick butt burgers? I mean, like, that's kind of like where I'm at with that. And then Jack... Is the only one that I was like, oh, yay, cool. Yeah, you know, th- it's a it's a fair criticism. It's an absolutely fair criticism. Care. This is us. Hashtag who are they? That's my wad. Um, and you're, I know you're what hashtag this is us. Yeah, no, you said be- my wad. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, and as I said, guys, I take this with a grain of salt because I bet you by next episode, I'm going to be like, fives for everything. I love everyone. <laughs> I've cried for everyone. I want them to be my best friends. Um, my <laughs> great was that they were actually able to find a blind actor who can sing, uh, that they specifically wanted a black, uh, a blind actor because, you know, f- sometimes in television, people will pretend to be blind. They will yeah. hire someone who's not blind and they will have to portray being blind. I was watching. I didn't know this about him. And I was like, wow, he's like really, really good. Yeah. And he can actually sing. It's not like it's overdubbed. No, it's they, him. They found a legitimate, talented, singing blind man who is not afraid of showing his butt on TV. Well done. Attaboy. Attaboy. Uh, For myself, the good, how this show just loves itself some visual storytelling. What's Uh, up with our mouths I don't know, man. I think it's just the the first big episode jitters. I know. know. Between Malik watching his phone constantly, but you don't quite understand why he's doing it. He says it's for a girl. girl. If you had a girl like her, you'd be doing it too. You'd be on your phone too. But then it, it gives us a better context later on. But you understand that he is concerned about something with a girl and that is important he has friends he's you know really good visual storytelling there also the the pearson sticker on the back of the car that they're that he and his dad are working on really cool also um it was a pearson like running for office sticker yes yes so you understand at that point that they are where they are, yeah. they, they're in the same district that Randall's going to be running. Yes, uh, and you know that inevitably they're probably going to cross paths somehow. It's just a question of where and when. Uh, Cassidy holding the Lightning McQueen as she's trying to talk to her husband, looking forward to seeing her son, but the husband saying, "Yeah, I can't stay up anymore." And you could see her taking deep breaths and trying to like get up the emotion to talk to her family, you can already sense that there is some kind of disconnect between the two. Mm-hmm. And this is all before they even speak one word to each other. Yeah. You understand that she has a Lightning McQueen, that she that she has a kid. They have the photo that's blurred out in the background. She. Th- this is stuff that you need to be able to see mm-hmm. to understand those complex mm-hmm. relationships. Uh, even uh, Jack Jr. Well, I, we have to call, we have to decide what we want to call Jack. Like Little Jack. Are we calling him Little Jack? Are we calling him Jack Jr.? Let's see what they call him. Like, I wonder if it's going to be like Jackie. 
Yeah, I, I just you know the thing is is like if we keep just calling him Jack, I mean we it, can't call him Blind Jack. That would be really rude. <laughs> not, that would not be cool. Not not good. Right now, let's just call him. Can we call him Jack Musical Junior? Jack. No, no, I don't want to call him. Is musical. it a That's junior too... if you're named after your grandfather and not your dad? Though? No, not at all. But it's like it basically is. I don't like it though because it's not. Really... All right, how about we call him Little Jack then? Okay, Little Jack. Not Jackie. Definitely not Jackie. Why not? Because Jack. No, it's confusing. I can't do I can't do Jackie. All right, so we'll do Little Jack for now. Little Jack waking up with all the booze and all the musical equipment mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, great visual storytelling. You, you understand where he is in his life. Um, it, it almost reminded me of Kevin and the way that he what we the way that we were first introduced to him. Uh, and also, you didn't get the idea that he was blind until he dropped the plate, and then you were like, "Whoa, wait a second, what?" Swish and flick. That's what I do. I drop <laughs> stuff all the time. The way that he was reaching for everything. Yeah. Uh, that's when you notice. That's when you all of a sudden understood. Oh my God, he's blind. <laughs> like exited our leg. So there he is, hands on the ground, eyes though straight ahead because it's not like he needs his eyes to look down to see this. And Blake literally goes out loud, oh my God, he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> But he'd already been like picking up the plate for like thirty seconds. I wish there was hyperbole in this, but there isn't. That oh was gosh. that was exactly what was happening. Okay. Are you ready for the big three feedback? What a what about? Oh my god, uh, my my bad. Oh sorry, great. I forgot. Yeah, sorry, my bad. All right, uh, my bad. Uh, the song that Little Jack sang. What? Yeah, no good. I'm not saying he's got a bad voice. What? I'm not saying he's got a bad voice. Oh my god. Saying gosh. the song was terrible. Song Blake, was bad. You I'm going are in. Terrible. I am all. I am not in on that song. Oh, I am I just, out. I loved it. I loved how it like wove in and out of thought process of what Rebecca was saying and how like, nope, nope. I'm, I'm out on that song. <sighs> out on it. But my great was Tim Matheson. Oh my God, Tim who Matheson. Who is he for people who don't know? Tim Matheson is a, a great actor. It, you have you ever seen uh, Animal House? No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, he's, maybe I did, he's but not famous really. for his role in Animal House. Okay. Uh, and uh, you know he <laughs> he's just a funny dude, and he's a great actor. And I was so happy to see him, and I was so happy that he just went all in with Jack. Just went like full villain. Like f you. I'm going to talk about Vietnam, and then I'm going to legitimately tell you that I want you to have nothing to do with my daughter. Like yeah. I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're a great guy. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you're a nice guy. But that was pretty much what happened with me with my in-laws. No, that that did not happen. Mm-hmm. That 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 did not happen. My dad just refused to, to talk to, talk to, to you. Yeah, but he didn't outright come out and say uh, you're not going to be with my son. Mm. Listen, I'm I'm all for saying that my dad has gone full villain. I know it's okay, guys. We've <laughs> but, been through therapy. Don't <laughs> lots worry. of therapy. <laughs> Blake and I all not the copays. <laughs> all the copays. No, my dad doesn't even doesn't even know what therapy is. No. I don't think he, he's too much of a man for that. Way too much of a okay. man. Continue with right. your great. Oh, you already so finished. So my, my great was done. Tim Matheson. Okay. Uh, he was great, and he was great Becca's as Rebecca's dad. dad. Really liked it. Okay, what do you got? Uh, let's do the uh, big th- big three feedback. <laughs> you are so lost, man. I am lost today. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get back into this, I promise. This is the first one back. All right, here we go. And we said... That's three. Big three? Big three! All right, kicking these off, Sonia Abraham uh, gave it 4.3 Lemonades, the good, the new cast of characters. They made me feel for them even before I knew who they were or how they were intertwined with our big three. The bad was I still haven't had time to ruminate on... on Sorry. Still haven't had time on to ruminate. I just keep thinking, like... Isn't that the word for the animals that like rechew their cud? <laughs> what? <laughs> like what? <laughs> Seriously, man. What are these animals called? <laughs> it is called rumination. <laughs> Ruminant animals. Because I totally get this now. <laughs> I don't really use the the <laughs> verb ruminate because I think of it as animals, including deer, camels, oh buffalo, goats, sheep, so and giraffes, amazing. that eat and digest it a second time because they need <laughs> to let it simmer. They need to let it simmer. Oh so Sonia needed to let it simmer a little bit. Oh, okay, go ahead. Keep she- going. So, because she's not entirely sure, but there's something off about Cassidy for her. I mean, maybe it's the PTSD throwing me off, or maybe because it's Jennifer Morrison, because I'm not a huge fan, but I'm missing something there. And her great, Jack 
2.0. Having the romantic qualities of OG Jack, the plate in the frame. Oh my gosh, right, love. That's oh, an yeah. OG Jack move. And then to see a Pearson who has made it big in the music industry. I can't wait to see how Kate and Toby raise and support him. Uh, Michaela Ransom is not talking about <laughs> Cud. Uh, she says uh, she's giving it a 4.7. Ruminance. Uh, while, yes, it was a little confusing, it gave me uh, the rush of excitement I got from watching the pilot when it got me the first time and absolutely warmed my heart at the end. Uh you know, the good was Little Jack. Oh, she's calling him Little Jack, too. Okay. There we go. Uh, loved seeing his story unfold, seeing his humor and the heart of gold that he got from Kate and Toby, and seeing him being a performer in the future, really looking forward to seeing how his story unfolds. Uh, the bad was Uncle Nicky. Loved seeing him come into the story last scene. was really excited to see where he would go, but I was hoping that we would see him make progress a little bit more and hated seeing him drunk like that. But she does have a theory. Oh, yes. And you know what? Here we go. We'll, we'll play it for you right now. Yes. Mark me. Oh, no. Please hang up and try again. Oh, my gosh. I did that last episode. All right. Here's the theory. Maybe he's been doing it very well, but was drunk because it was Jack's birthday, and maybe it was a tough day for him, Oh, I perhaps? would believe that. Just her own personal theory. And the great was Jack friggin' Pearson, the dramatic irony of knowing that he and Rebecca ended up married and how he gave that speech, got the jacket, was willing to do anything for her, warmed my heart while listening to his speech. You can see how being around Rebecca started to open him up after everything he went through in Vietnam. It makes me think that she brings out the best in him. That speech made us all feel like we were at home in the midst of seeing these new stories unfold. Oh, amazing, amazing. Monroe Hardin says, I enjoyed it. I noticed during the country club scene that Rebecca's dad said she had a sister. Have we met the sister yet? It's hard to keep track of everyone. I loved the ending scene with future baby Jack song in front of that huge crowd. I guess he's a big star at that point. Yay for him. I wonder where Toby and Kate were during his younger adult mm, scenes. A bunch of different questions here. One of the one of the answers to that question is we have heard of Rebecca's sister before. We have yet to meet her. Uh, at all. So it'll be interesting to see if they bring her in mm. for the rest of this story. And where are Toby and uh, Kate? Well, I don't know. That, that's a good question. Like a villain, uh, man. Some people are saying that Kate may not be uh, with the world at that point. So it, it's an interesting question. Uh, and, you know, this is the big three feedback, but I got to put one else in there. We okay. have a member of the This Is Us 2 community, by the way. Go to Facebook. Look up the This Is Us 2 group. You mm-hmm. just check us out right there. It's awesome. It's a great community. All super nerdy. This Is Us fans, including Mary and I, we're all we're always engaging in there. Uh, Hutch Connell chimed in and she said, uh, this is a proud friend moment. Aww. Little Jack is my buddy Blake Stadnick. No way. He and I were in Les Mis together a few years ago. And he is legally blind and can only see light shadows and vague shapes, but he is determined and talented enough to achieve an amazing career so far. Wow. And this is his TV debut. So nifty. And Hutch, you know, hey, I, I'm going to take you at your word. If your buddy's with him, that's awesome. That, yes. Uh, tell him we said congratulations and tell him to listen to the podcast, will you? <laughs> yes. Because he's got my name, too, and I like that. So I'm a huge fan. He, may, he may be my boy. <laughs> he may achieve my boy status. Which, as you all know, is huge. So one of the things that really got me here was setting up the new characters, all of these people um, and these stories, with the anchor of Jack and Rebecca. Mm-hmm. You know, it was special because none of these people connect in any way. Half of them don't even exist. No. Without the two of Rebecca and Jack muscling through this dinner. I thought that was remarkable. And I think that is what allowed me to invest myself Meaning, in these characters. little Jack wouldn't have been born. Correct. Meaning that Nikki and... What's her name? What's her name? The military woman. Cassidy. Cassidy yes. wouldn't have met. And yep. then, yeah, you're right. Because Deja wouldn't have been moved to a different city. Correct. Okay, Correct. yep. 
So without Rebecca and Jack, none of these people are, are connecting in any yeah. way. And some of them, again, don't even exist. Yeah. So there aren't these inevitable connections to be made. Because we all know that Kevin and Cassidy are probably going to be coming together in some form or Come fashion. Together. So having said that, I really, really liked how they anchored the whole episode with, with the dinner. Mm-hmm. And Jack and Rebecca and how they're really starting their relationship strongly too, right? And they're and they're doing it together, which which is, you know, like at the end of the dinner, Rebecca says to Jack, you know, this dinner was great, but I'm looking for a burger. <laughs> you you want to go like right in front of her dad? Yes. You know. Yes. Um, I feel like that's something that you and I would do. Yes. We're like, no, no, no. This is great, but come on, we got to yeah. get some real food here, please. Um, and having Even said that, I do love lobster. But it's a great representation. It's a, it's a thematic representation of yeah. of the two going off in their own direction, which mm-hmm. we we both know is going to happen anyway. Yes. What stood out to you in this in this uh, in the dinner scene? Well, not not necessarily the dinner scene, but if you like, that's fine. But what stood out to you most in this episode? Like, what was the thing that caught you, Jack? Like. Just Wait, which one? Regular Jack. OG Jack. Yeah. Okay. Just telling it as it is and like being sure of himself mm-hmm. and um, laying it all out there in a respectful way, but still kind of like not putting up with this, especially knowing that they were doing this on purpose mm-hmm. to have this kind of conversation about Vietnam in front of him. Um, that I found to be incredibly impressive. I did enjoy the time kind of montage that happened with little Jack, just seeing over time his relationship yes. evolve from meeting somebody, especially with the whole uh, monologue that Rebecca had in the beginning. You know how where it is that you can literally just meet someone and they change the entire trajectory of your life. Sure, that's it. Love it. And, you know, speaking of, of little Jack, I, I think... See, I've battled back and forth with how they treated that whole montage. I of, loved it. Um, I guess it's important because you want to get to that final moment of them realizing that they're going to have a kid. And, you know, guaranteed, guaranteed they have some sort of twins or triplets. Stop. Guaranteed. Stop. Guaranteed. I can't. <laughs> um, well, speaking of Little Jack. Sorry. And you know, because this is us. If it, if what, if the, if it loves one thing on this planet, it loves bookending and coming full circle. Yes. It absolutely does. I've battled back and forth with that whole montage. I think I'm okay with it. I'm I'm loving it. I think I'm okay with it. Um, so let's talk about these new characters real quick because we got okay. a lot of new characters and the, here. Then we just, can we just touch upon the big three at some point too? Oh, but absolutely. For the, like. The three seconds they they were there, right? And I think we need to talk about these new characters just because they're, they're they're brand new, and I think some people are still episode. a little confused. As a matter of fact, like that that's what I've seen in, on social media at least. Okay, so, so we got Cassidy. Cassidy is the military woman. Yes, and she uh, is struggling with her life outside yes. of the military. Even within the military, she sees things happening that. Probably she doesn't want to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she freaks out because she's the one who was... They, they were giving out the 1200 bucks per person after they killed all them people. And it was $1,200 for a water heater. Yeah. And she eventually ends up in the Pearson life because Nikki is at the same VA. And he throws the, the like this... Like bench, lawn chair, yeah, yeah. Lawn, whatever it is. Like it was like one of the metal lawn chairs. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, I do. Um, it throws through the window, and you can obviously see that they have some sort of connection. Like they can see that they're that the way that they look at each other. There's mm-hmm. something there. Some people are even uh, having are theorizing that she Cassidy is his long lost daughter. Oh, I just thought it was a moment of like. I'm really angry. I'm really angry too. Oh my God, did we just become best friends? <laughs> Name your favorite dinosaur. Velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I took it. Yes. I don't necessarily feel like it meant that they knew each other from before. I just thought it was like, oh. Wow. Yes. So then we have Malik. What are your thoughts on Malik and his whole story that's happening so far? Love that he has a little lady that he is taking care of. Love how much he loves her. Yes. However, 
been spending most my life living in a gangster's paradise. <laughs> what do you do, Malik? Stop. Like, yeah. he's like, I've been looking at private preschools and it's like 10 grand. Yes, buddy. Okay. Just chill and be like the normal rest of us. Okay, honey. You don't need to go and get involved in some crazy things. You just don't, honey. No, no, no. And like, I don't know. So I don't love where that's going. However, however. But you can at least understand him, though. Like, he, he wants the yes. best for his kid. Listen, so he wants to do whatever he has to do to get the thing in for his I kid. I almost sent people pictures of my feet because they were going to pay me for it. <laughs> some weird foot fetish kid. So Hashtag let's, true life. Yeah. I didn't do it, but we've all been poor. <laughs> We've all eaten ramen dry. <laughs> no, never. So poor we couldn't have even afford tap water. Stop it. <laughs> no, so that's just, I'm, I'm mixed on him. I'm mixed, but I'm leaning towards liking him. And he's living with uh, his dad and his mother. Yes. And who are played by Omar Epps and uh, Masha Stephanie Can I Blake. just say, when I saw them in the same frame, he and his dad, and it blew up my theory that it was grown up, kid like, i know yeah i was that, really bummed that blew it up a little bit and when, then it was a parallel universe like that idea is blown up too <laughs> here i was so proud of like oh i know a way for this is us to twist in a way that nobody's seen coming and that would have been a good twist again i feel like it probably would have been a little a little, sci-fi. A little too sci-fi-y <laughs> for for uh for this is us and then yeah. we, of course we have um Blake, your, my boy, my boy Blake Stadnick playing uh, Little Jack. Down. And Down. Uh, his his uh, future wife and uh, soon to be uh, mother, mm-hmm. uh, Lucy. And they meet. I think they were already married when they went on stage. I'm pretty sure that. Oh, yeah, no, they were already married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I'm I saying. Said future wife. Yeah, because when, when we first meet him, he, it was, he hadn't met. Lucy yet he met her at the diner and then she became the wife okay and so that's what I meant sorry understanding so um so how did you feel about their whole did you get creep vibes from him at the diner a little bit no from him yeah like the way that he was just like okay you want to sit down no I I heard that you know you shift is over and yeah Stacy over here was talking to you and I heard it so uh, you didn't get creep vibes the way like he touched her hand and the whole thing no like what would happen if that happened to you um, Would you be like, uh, dude, all set? Probably. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. It's a little creep vibe, right? Yeah, you're right. Like, if some guy was like, I overheard this, yeah, and then you're just touching me, yeah, I wouldn't have, I would not have reacted the same way, but you know, when you find your love, you act a little differently. That's true. You definitely do act differently. Uh, how did you feel about the big twist? The big twist being that... Baby Jack is blind after being prematurely born, and they go for all the tests. We see, you know, Kate and Toby, they're doing their thing, and we realize that Baby Jack is, is in fact, blind. Mm-hmm. And then we make the connection that, oh, my God, this is actually this is actually Baby Jack growing up, and he's a big rock star uh, and fulfilling the Pearson almost destiny, what it feels like. Yeah, um, that Mandy Moore, sorry. Rebecca Pearson like, <laughs> had always seen herself on a big stage. She says that in this episode that she always thought that she'd be singing for the masses and then it cuts and little Jack is. Right, exactly. So how did you feel about this twist? Did you feel that it was disingenuous? Did you feel that it was good? Did you feel like it was earned? I loved it. How come? Like what about what about it that did you love? Okay, so I'm going to get a little emotional with you guys. Whatevs, this is how it is, okay? It's, this is us. But, <laughs> but um, you know, I've been having a rough month in September. For those of you who don't know my degrees in music education, I always wanted to be a music teacher, uh, but truth be told, I always wanted to be a mom. I always wanted to be a mom. That was the, f- the foremost important thing for me was to be a mom. And it's been hard for me each September that I have not been teaching because I sit here saying, am I doing the right thing? I've chosen to be home with our kids. Blake and I both personally feel like this is what we want for our kids is for me to be home, to raise them, to be here on their sick days. Um, it does allow us the beautiful flexibility of running our media business and my makeup business, which is fantastic. But every September I sit there and I say, did I make the right choice? Did I not do the right thing for my career because I'm doing the right thing for my family? Mm-hmm. And I've been coming, I've, I've had a good process, guys. Once again, I've had all the co-pays, so I know how to, how to deal with this. <laughs> but I've had a great like inner monologue where I've thought, I know what I'm doing is 
best for my family and my kids. And because I'm doing this, I'm giving my kids, um, you know, different experiences and different opportunities that may benefit them in the future. And like, yes, I'm not curing cancer. I'm not running for president. Even when I do decide to go back to teaching, I'm teaching music. It's nothing like brain surgeon, you know, crazy town, uh, Emmy award winning, anything like that. But maybe my kid will. Sure. And maybe my kid will say it's because my mom would stay home and have like random dance parties with me. (laughs) And it taught me to be like free spirited. You know, who knows? But I feel like if I'm excited to see if Rebecca does get to see little Jack have success in music and say, I don't think that she will. But even at 12 years old, like, but she doesn't really know what's going on. I'm hoping that he shows some musical abilities in his youth so that she can see and she can say to him, you've got to run with this. Sure. I I hope so, too, because, you know, obviously with little Jack being born and then we still have about another 10 to 15 years where Rebecca turns into like, whoa, like the math is supposedly that little Jack is 12 when Rebecca, when we've seen old Rebecca not knowing what's going on. Right. Yeah. So that, that would, the timeline, she hopefully would be able to see it at that point, hopefully. But, you know, you bring up Rebecca here, and I think that's important because Jack and Rebecca are kind of mirrored, their relationship are kind of mirrored the way that little Jack and Lucy meet in that um, they have this moment where all of a sudden they just kind of meet each other, and there's like this connection like they they just run into each other at a, at a public uh restaurant or or something like that mm-hmm. and they just have this moment of like clarity like wow that's this is pretty amazing like you're you're a person like i'm a person we're we're here like we're i see rolling, you man. you know i mean not literally he can't see I her see you. <laughs> but you know what i mean and 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 jack baby jack little jack kind of has all of these great qualities that are part of the Pearson clan. I mean, he's got a great sense of humor like Toby. Uh, he clearly has the, the romantical whole aspect down oh, yes. and the, the the nostalgic part down. I mean, he's saving a broken plate. Yes. Uh, he is able to sing like his uh, his mom and his grandmother. I mean, there, there's a big deal here. I mean, he's even, better. He's even, better than Pittsburgh. <laughs> Yeah, right. And even Lucy herself, I mean, she it has a career that she wants to have. She's starting the restaurant and she has to give up on that. Yeah. Uh, well, she doesn't have to. No, she doesn't we'll have to. We'll see what happens. But, with I mean, but I'm saying she's facing a choice. Yes. And that choice is a difficult one, one that each of the Pearson women have had to do. I, I think most women have to do. They have to make a choice a lot of the times. Uh, so I, I kind of like that. And, and in fact, actually, Dan Fogelman commented on uh, my boy, uh, Blake Stadnick, saying uh, that he and all of the This Is Us team fell so in love with, with, the, with this kid that they're actually planning to bring him back in the future. But the rest of the flash forwards that we see in the first part of the season We'll go back to Rebecca's deathbed, where most of the cast gathered in the final moments of the season three finale. So I'm not sure how much we're going to end up seeing, like growing up, little Jack. I think that's we're probably not going to see much of him much longer. Mm-hmm. I think it was just great to have that juxtaposition of a baby and an adult. I agree. You know, I, I really like that. And listen, you know, speaking of um, of little Jack here. And you kind of alluded this, uh, alluded to this earlier. Is he your favorite character so far of the new characters? Yes. I th- hmm. I kept feeling most pulled towards Cassidy. I don't know why. Uh, maybe because I felt like it was inevitable that she was going to be paired with Kevin even before we saw the result of what happened with Uncle Nicky. Okay. Um, but I don't know. Just something about her and her struggle. It felt real world to me. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It felt like, and you know, it it mirrored Jack. It mirrored what he was trying to say about Vietnam. You know, a lot of people here now in today's world, you know, they don't have the same kind of sympathy about this war that they would others. And some are even not considering it a war. And technically, is it? I guess not. But again, as Jack says, for those people that are there. It is real, and it doesn't matter what it is technically defined as. Like, has Congress literally declared war? No. But people are out there dying, and 
and and getting in the blood and the muck and and the gore and i just i felt most connected to that story for some reason i don't know what it is um one last thing i want to talk about is the conversation between miguel and jack oh so good and you know having that dramatic irony of knowing what's going to happen ooh on all levels you're and, right and how they're both going to be married to this woman and is in and miguel so saying is, is she worth it you know is this is this girl worth it? and absolutely you've never seen anybody like her and it's just it's just this great moment between two men who have no idea about the future that are going to fall in love with the same woman and dare i say dare i say mary that this is uh this is the first one of the season What's the first outstanding? This this conversation. Oh, yeah. It's the first so outstanding good. of this new fourth season. Uh, so anything else you got for this uh, for this episode? No, life? I'm feeling really, I'm feeling actually better. Can I boost it up to a 3.9? Uh, absolutely. There we go. Yeah, yeah, no one's take bunkered. Unless, yeah. you, unless you declare that you're take bunkered, yeah. you, you're never take, you, you cannot be take cornered. Okay. Okay. There you go. Unless you, unless you declare it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, you ready for in or out? Yep. Let's do it. What's it going to be, McFly? Are you in or out? All right. In or out on old Nikki, old ass Nikki being able to pick up that metal bench and huck it through the window. Totally, totally in. I'm in on it too. You want to know why? Old man strength. (laughs) Old man strength is quite the thing. Old guy strength is a real thing. And I feel like I'm kind of developing old guy strength. (laughs) Okay, Blake. I'm telling you. You're not that old, but sure. But it's coming. It's coming. I can feel it. Okay. It's like Hulk. Uh, in or out. Uh, huge dogs like Jack Jr.'s Husky or whatever the hell that dog was. I mean, it was so cute. That dog was, was enormous. A wee little pup. And I'm not going to lie. When I saw it, I was like, oh, it must be one of those like lap dog breeds. And then when it came <laughs> in, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh nope. Guess not. <laughs> guess not. Um, huge. I, I'm not a dog person. Yeah, I kind of figured you weren't going to be in on that. It's an enormous dog. And then I like watch them have sex. <laughs> did you notice that I did they it was like just, went on the bed and the dog and like, like panned away to the, the dog the like literally like <laughs> this dog is literally <laughs> panting as they're having <sighs> I'm gonna take mental images <laughs> <laughs> every time I blink it's gonna be a camera shot yep uh, okay uh, in or out on Jack Jr. Uh, Jack, little Jack song I'm in I'm out I'm, I'm way so out I'm so in I, the, the words were Corny and I loved I, it. Nah, I'm not in on it. All right. Oh my gosh, I love so many corny things. In or out on meeting Rebecca's unseen sister. Uh, what? I didn't meet her. Well, are are that you are are you in or out on wanting to meet Listen, her? There are so many people that I don't care about yet and that I need to like firmly establish time with. I am not bothering. Yeah, with I'm this out. Invisible sister. Right I'm now. out. I don't care about the sister. <sighs> Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, in or out um, wearing clothes with the tag still on I've done it <laughs> I've yet to do that I've I never done it I have done it have you really yeah when was the last time you did it um, not not for a while yeah not for a while <laughs> but when do you think <sighs> give me give me a, a ballpark favorite. I mean when did I I mean definitely probably while we were dating Okay. All right. But good. I wouldn't have like worn it on a date with you. Okay. But in that time frame of my life, the ramen time you frame just, of my so life. You were so poor you couldn't afford tap water. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> and I would specifically look at which dresses I could stick the tag in yep. the um, sleeve. Yep. Okay. Uh, in or out? Eating lobster. <laughs> so with embarrassed. The, <laughs> eating lobster within the first five dates. In or out? Totes down for it. I Come am on, so make a in. mess. It better be the. In fact, I want it on the first date. Yeah, crack that thing open, get the water and the guts all over you, and let's yep. see how you react. I want to see what happens. We're also from the ocean state, so we know how to do this. That's true. All right, in or out? And I know, I know your answer for this. In or out on meeting the parents by the fourth date. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what mary did to me on our like fourth date yeah i met everybody that was important to her in her life yep on the fourth date essentially you're welcome yeah uh in or out final one uh the irony of kevin meeting cassidy and potentially having to fix her like many have fixed him oh in 
I'm in on that too. I think that's what makes this a, a, a cool narrative. Okay, now this episode's a four. Um, it, it, he hasn't met her yet. He hasn't met her yet, but you know it's going four. down that route. It is. It is. It's going down that route. Yep. And even Dan Fogelman said that oh, she's clearly going to play a role in Kevin's life going forward. But the way that they bring their relationship together, it's not necessarily that they're going to be dating, but it's going to go down these dark paths together mm-hmm. where they have to figure each other out, uh, which that to me is in line with Kevin and also the kind of character that he is. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they, that he's the mo- aside from Jack, I think is the most well-written character on this show, in my opinion. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm on board with that. All right. Hot take time. You got some hot takes, Marvin? Nope. Really? Not, not, really. not a single one. I mean, let's see if I get one. You're looking to you get like a first. sci-fi. Uh, no, I like totally multi-universe. Blew it. I thought it was. I'm so messed. Up. Maybe that's why I'm disappointed in this episode. <laughs> I was just ready for it to get weird, man. All right, my hot take is this: We are absolutely going to have a similar co- uh, conversation that Jack had with Rebecca's dad. Okay. Between Randall and your boy Malik. Okay. Absolutely going to happen. And I got a feeling it ain't going to it ain't going to play well. And I can, and it's going to cause friction between the parents. Because Ooh. and and here's the thing. Like he's going to be Randall's not going to know. It's going to be so um listen. Uh we're going to withdraw some boundaries about like kissing and touching and he's gonna be like i already have a baby yes yeah, so i already know randall's gonna try to have the birds and bees talk yeah i know so and you know he ain't gonna be he's he might not be gonna having, be cool with this i mean he has three girls he might really sit down and be like so uh sometimes boys get this feeling <laughs> when two people really like oh, each other man. they're only after one thing so awkward um yeah i, I got a feeling that it, it ain't gonna be good so no. that's that all right marvin you ready to close out this bad boy Sure. All right, uh, let's uh, let's get it done. So there you have it, guys. Season four is here. I'm already at a four-one. Well, you're just, already at a four-one. I just needed a, I just needed a moment, guys. You to, went from three-seven to four-one. I just needed to mourn the fact that my completely obtuse, uh, you know, idea of a parallel universe wasn't happening and it's okay i'll learn to love these people just like i learned to love deja and every other person who's come into our life i'll, I'll say that for introducing all these people they did a good job introducing they did. them they, i i was i was in, not invested but i wanted to know more about them i can't wait to see nick have some more old man strength by the way <laughs> so much old guy strength like, at at uh workout world because <laughs> they showed enough commercials for that well, on top of that, my name's Mary. My name's Blake. And this is us, too. They literally had like three Workout World commercials in a row in our area. In a just row. Just in case you guys were it wondering. It was bad. I was like, oh, watch it be another Workout World commercial. Oh, no, 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 no. That oh, wasn't wait. Workout Oh, that was <laughs> the History Channel. <laughs> Are you dying? <coughs> you just made me laugh so hard that I... Was kill myself. We were watching the Curse of Oak Island. <laughs> By the way, go watch the Curse of Oak Island. It is a terrific show. It's the best. It's just the best. The it's on History Channel. Just do yourself a favor. Google it. It's the best. Right. All right. Bye, kids. <laughs>